There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, friends, to another r slash am I the jerk here video. Today, we've got a lot of tough, drama-filled questions to get into. And our first story of the day is from Understanding OK 1255. Am I the jerk for doing the same thing to my sister-in-law that she does to my son? So background, I, 32-year-old female, have a brother, Dave, 35-year-old male, who's married to Sarah, 29-year-old female. They don't have children yet. I have a son who just turned four and a three-month-old daughter with my husband, 39-year-old male. My husband and I live in Belgium most of the time, but we travel back to visit my family about once a month in England. At home, we speak both English and French to our children. My husband's Belgian. And right now, my son is in this very sweet phase where he'll sometimes mix up the two languages and say a couple words in English and a French sentence or vice versa. This has never posed a problem to us, and even the staff at his nursery have reassured us that it's very common and they tend to grow out of it once they start at school. My sister-in-law has decided that this is a problem, so when we're visiting my parents and she notices my son doing this, she'll correct him but she does so really rudely, whereas my husband and I will just gently correct him. Anyways, we're visiting at the moment, and she's now decided that instead of correcting him, she's just going to start ignoring him when he does this. I sort of noticed her doing it when we arrived, and I thought it was odd, but assumed that maybe she was just stressed. Her job is quite intense, but it only really became an issue yesterday. My husband was talking to my dad outside, and I was feeding my daughter in the other room, and I'd left Lewis with Sarah and Dave. When I came back downstairs, Lewis was crying, and I managed to understand that he tried to ask Sarah for a drink. He has a special cup he uses that he was holding, so it was obvious what he meant, but that she'd just ignored him. I asked her why, and she explained that she wasn't going to reply to him unless he said the sentence correctly, and that I shouldn't be ignoring my son's obvious speech issues. For context, it's not that she didn't know what he wanted. She told me that she understood exactly what he was asking for, but that she was deliberately refusing because he hadn't asked correctly. This really pissed me off, but luckily my husband came inside at that moment and pulled me away, so we could calm down and settle Lewis. That night at the dinner table, Sarah asked me to pass her something, but she said it in bad English. She is English, I just mean that she asked for it in slang. Think. Pass us the peas, will you? I had a bit of an epiphany, and I just decided to totally ignore her. She asked again, and I did the same thing. My brother asked why I was ignoring his wife, and I said that I'm not able to reply if she can't speak English correctly, and that it's wrong of him to ignore her obvious issues with grammar. Everyone's pretty pissed off with me, and I admit that it was incredibly childish, but she was needlessly being a jerk to my baby. Should I just apologize? I think OP has nothing to apologize for here. I think they're not the jerk because they're just a kid. They're just practically still a baby. Let alone the fact that this isn't something to shame a kid over. But treating them this way is just going to be really weird, I feel, for them. Like, God forbid you leave this kid wondering what's going on and why they're ignoring them. 
Would you guys rather have OP had told the sister-in-law off? Or do you think it's better that they just kept their focus on Lewis and calming them down? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Proud Buyer 8918 Am I the jerk for dumping the truth on my sister? My parents had two girls, me, 17-year-old female, and my sister, 14-year-old female. I've always felt like my parents saw me as a babysitter, as a third adult in the house, and have expected me to be a 40-year-old kid-slash-teenager. Whereas my sister was their baby, they spoil her rotten, they adore her, she's never wanted for anything, and they do everything to make her happy. I was expected to help take care of my sister for as long as I can remember. She's not special needs, was never sick, wasn't even a preemie either, but that was the dynamic that was set up. I remember I would come home from school and mom would have me help feed my sister. She would have me watch her and then while she was in and out of the house, I would be told I needed to play with her if my sister was upset. She'd miss me a lot and my parents would insist I dedicate my time to her once I was home. We would go out as a family and she'd want something and they'd get it for her, but I would be told to act my age if I wanted something. She would get to hang out with friends whenever she wanted, would have really amazing birthday parties and sleepovers that I was never allowed to have. I also never got to attend sleepovers at other friends' houses. There were times my parents would take her to do really amazing stuff and I was left behind. Over time, my sister started to get annoyed by my pulling back when I was around 15. I kept to myself. I'm moody around them. I don't engage in the family. I take the punishments rather than do chores since she has none assigned to her. My parents hate that I won't be the little housekeeper they wanted. My sisters told me I'm a brat and ungrateful for not helping our parents who are amazing. Over time it's gotten worse. Then she heard me making plans to leave with my friends in a couple of months. She was so pissed that I was going to leave the family behind and that I hadn't told the family anything. She talked about how mom and dad had saved for us to go to college, and I just want to run away. Something broke inside me when she said that. I told her she has a college fund waiting for her, but I don't. Just like she can get anything she wants while I'm told to act my age and not want anything. I told her she expects me to be a maid when I get nothing and she gets everything. I told her I'm not that much older than her, but everyone expects me to be an adult. I asked her how she'd feel if she was supposed to juggle a younger sibling, take care of the bulk of the household chores, schoolwork, and not getting time with friends. That the only reason you have crap is because you work, but it leaves you exhausted because you already have so much on. I told her that is my life, and she doesn't make me want to stay any more than our parents do. To cut this short, she's upset, and I was called a jerk for being so mean to her. My sister said I was a jerk for dumping all that on her shoulders. Am I the jerk? I think OP's definitely not the jerk. If the sister didn't want all that dumped on their shoulders, they shouldn't have asked, they shouldn't have bothered, and they shouldn't have tried to call OP out on it. You want to go at OP and call them out, say bad things about them because they want to get out of that crappy situation? Well then the least you can do is hear them out and understand where they're coming from, but they don't want to do that. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from Lillian Daigle 2309 Am I the jerk for not showing up to the birthday party that my husband planned for me? So my husband's a jokester and a prankster. He has a habit of pulling pranks, especially on my birthdays. He judges my reactions as overreactions and says I should loosen up and be extra happy. 
because he thinks he's making my birthdays extra funny. But it actually upsets me and puts me in a position where I get laughed at and recorded by his family. He planned for my 26th birthday this past week, which was held at a restaurant. I told him I wouldn't go if he was going to pull one of those pranks he's famous for, because it's a public place and I don't want to be publicly humiliated. He swore on his mom, on the Bible, promised me and brought two witnesses. Wrote an agreement stating he'd pay money if I pulled a prank. I believed him and said I'd go. I had to cancel with my parents who wanted to celebrate at their house. The day of my birthday, I got a text from one of his friend's wives telling me she heard him tell her husband about the prank he was going to pull on me at the restaurant. I was stunned as she detailed what the plan was going to be. I felt so upset and anxious. He already went ahead and got to the restaurant to make sure all was set. I ended up deciding not to go. He started calling and then texting, asking where I was and saying the party was going to start without me. I turned my phone off and went to my parents' house and had a small party there. I went home at 7pm and found my husband there fuming at me. He lashed out asking why in heck did I not show up to the party after he put money, time and effort in it. I told him why and he called his friend's wife a liar and reminded me of all the promises he had made and accused me of not trusting his word. I said I couldn't take the chance and risk having him basically ruin another birthday of mine. We had a huge argument, and then he started giving the cold shoulder while pointing out how I embarrassed him and wasted his time and money by not showing up. Although I definitely understand OP's position here, I'm going to say OP is the jerk because when hearing this rumor from the friend's wife, OP should have just gone straight to their husband and brought it up and laid it all out there how if anything remotely like that happens, they are gone. For OP to have heard the rumor and acted on it without ever just trying to investigate or clear it with their husband, I just feel like that's a bit much. Just going straight MIA after the husband tried to promise so much. At the end of the day, if this is a situation where you cannot trust them at all, my question is why is this still ongoing? I will be fair though, everybody's commenting on this post saying OP's not the jerk, so maybe I'm just totally off base and totally wrong here. Our next story is from Azza 110620. Am I the jerk for stealing back a necklace my father made me give to my stepsister? I'm female, 15. My parents divorced when I was 4, and my father, 47-year-old male, remarried 2 years later. My stepmother Elizabeth, 40-year-old female, brought her daughter, 13-year-old female, with her when she moved in with my father. By court order, I live half on half off with my dad, but tend to stick around my mums more anyways since I hate my stepfamily. Since Elizabeth remarried my father, she's taken it upon herself to basically cut me out of the family, and once my half-brother, 8 years old, was born, it's like they barely knew I existed. My father hasn't turned up to one of my big events since I was 11, and that was my birthday party. I was really close with my grandmother on my father's side and loved her to bits. When I was 12, she bought us matching Tiffany necklaces for my birthday. Just a really simple Tiffany heart, but I really loved it. When my grandmother died earlier this year, she left all of her possessions to me and my cousin Daniel, 17-year-old male, who I'm also really close to. All of her assets were sold and any money she had was divided between us to put into a trust that we can't access until we're 25. She also left me the matching necklace she got to go with mine. 
When I received it, my stepsister began crying and complaining about me having two necklaces while she has none. My dad said he'll buy her one as well if she calms down, but she started screaming even more saying she wanted my grandmother's. My dad tried to get me to give it to her, but I refused. He ended up threatening to take my phone and remove enough money for another version of the necklace from my bank account, about 500 Australian dollars. I handed it over and left to my mother almost immediately. When I spoke over the phone to my cousin about it that evening, he said that we should break into my dad's house and take it back. I thought it was a fabulous idea. So at about 11.30pm that night, we drove over to his house and entered through the back door, to which I have a key. We snuck through the house to my stepsister's room and took it back. The next morning, I received a call from my dad, asking what I thought I was doing breaking into the house so late at night. I totally forgot he had one of those doorbells that records, and it videoed us walking around the side of the house. He demanded I give the necklace back. I told him that all he does is treat me like crap, and I won't be returning to his house anytime soon, and that he better drop all the fuss over a necklace that is mine. I haven't spoken to him since, but I've received some few tastefully worded texts from my stepmother's family about how upset I made my stepsister. Also, my father's been blowing up his sister's phone, Daniel's mother, saying what a bad job she did raising him and other bad stuff like that. I asked my mom what she thinks, but she thinks it was my right to take the necklace back, but maybe breaking into my father's house at night was a bit rash? I don't think I was wrong at all, but I wanted to ask. So I'm wondering if I may be the jerk in this situation. Now I will say, normally I would not endorse breaking and entering, but this is a situation where you went into your dad's house and took back what was left to you. This is your property that has huge sentimental value to you, and they don't deserve to have it, and you have every right to have it back. Can it really even be considered breaking and entering if they live there half their life? I don't think so, and did it make Obi the jerk? I think definitely not. Our next story is from Lost Construction 492. Am I the jerk for calling my stepmother delusional for thinking I would change my mind on her adopting me? My mom died when I was 6 years old. My dad ended up turning to one of his good friends, Anna, and they ended up getting married when I was 7. Anna brought up the idea of adopting me the day of the wedding. It was something my dad was all for, but I went nuts when she mentioned it to me, and I kind of spoiled the rest of the wedding. For the next year, we did this really intense therapy where I was told over and over again by the therapist and them that I needed a mom, that it would provide safety for me, and that it wouldn't be a betrayal of my mom to accept another loving mom into my life. The therapist put the recommendation into court to approve it, but when the judge spoke to me, I told him that I would run away and that I would do everything to never come back. I was 8 at the time and I meant business. He asked me why I didn't want to be adopted. He listened. And when he addressed the court again, he denied the adoption request and told my dad and Anna that until I was on board, no adoption would be approved in his court. They did try again, requesting a different judge, but received the same response. I was asked constantly to change my mind. Anna would put her all into trying to fill the place of a mom in my life. Every time I told her she could never be my mom, she took it as a challenge to try harder and better, and she would dedicate so much. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Time to me, it was crazy. I never appreciated it because instead of just being Anna and instead of my dad telling her to be just Anna, she saw mom as the only thing she wanted. Even when she had kids of her own, I was their oldest son. I was her son, her boy, she'd call herself a boy mom, etc. Whereas I have never called her mom. If we're being honest, I don't even love her after all these years. I see her as more of an intrusive family member who won't stop. My relationship with my dad is also not the best because I don't like that he wouldn't take no for an answer and that he was so quick to try and push an adoption. Even after I told him I would rather be with grandparents or an aunt and uncle or close family friend to Anna if he died, he insisted being with Anna and her being my mom was the best for me. I turned 18 a few months ago and I ran like my butt was on fire to get away from my dad and Anna. I lived with my maternal grandparents for a little while before moving in with my maternal uncle who lived near a really good apprenticeship I wanted to join. My paternal grandparents celebrated their wedding anniversary this past weekend, and I was there. While there, Anna approached me and handed me papers for an adult adoption. She told me she loved me and she wanted me to know it wasn't too late, that she would still adopt me, and she wanted to make our relationship official as mother and son. I asked her how she could be so delusional when I've said no to being adopted for 11 years now. I told her I would not change my mind. She and my dad were so pissed at my choice of words and chaos ensued at the party. Am I the jerk? Definitely not the jerk here. I think the common theme is what OP pointed out. They tried way too hard and tried to force it. Maybe if Anna came into OP's life and just was that motherly role for them without trying to put a label on it, without pressuring them to make a decision, maybe OP would have opened up to it. And even if they never did, it's totally fine. I feel like you can be a motherly figure to somebody and not actually be their mom. If Anna truly loved OP as much as they claim they did, they wouldn't have been acting so insecure and trying to force this kind of inappropriate adoption. If she wanted to be that stepmom who stepped in and saved the day by being the new mom, they should have done it through actions, not labels. This next story is from Salty Strawberry 392 Am I the jerk for yelling at a woman on the bus after how she treated my niece? I, female 21, have a niece Kara, female 11, who's disabled and uses a wheelchair. A few days ago, I took Kara to a convention in our city. We took the bus as I can't drive, and public transport's good in our area. 
Whilst we were on the bus to the convention, a woman with a baby in a pram got on the bus. Kara was taking up the space for prams and wheelchairs. There's only enough space for one. So the bus driver told her she'd have to fold up the pram and put the baby on her lap. She said that was fine. The woman folded up the pram and put it in the luggage section. Then she asked Kara if she could hold her baby, and without waiting for an answer, she put the baby in Kara's lap. Kara was speechless, and I told the woman that Kara doesn't want to hold her baby. She said there's no seats close to the luggage section, as in there are no seats built in that area. I was standing up for the ride, so Kara might as well hold her baby since she's already sat down. I told her she's being weird. I took the baby off Kara's lap and held it out to the woman and told her to hold her own baby. She said she's tired and can't whilst standing up. I lost my cool and started yelling at her and told her there's seats on the back of the bus and that my niece is in a baby shelf and said she's a freaking weirdo. She took the baby off me and gave me the middle finger and sat on the floor. I got a lot of dirty looks off of the other passengers, so I'm wondering if I was the jerk. I love what OP did here. I think they did the perfect thing. I don't know what all these people giving OP dirty looks was about, but you're out here in public transport. You look after your own darn baby. It may take a village to raise a child, but we ain't part of your village. We're just trying to go to a convention. Definitely not the jerk. Our next story is from Woods Buried 66. Am I the jerk for not wanting to pay for my son's wedding? My son and his fiance are getting married in April next year and are currently going through sorting out their wedding plans. They've been together for five years, and while I don't exactly get along the greatest with her at times, we're friendly and do hang out from time to time. Recently, she's seen more stressed out with the whole wedding plans, as she wants to have her dream wedding that she's envisioned since she was a child. Her plan is very expensive, something that they can't afford without going into more debt but she won't back down with trying to take it a scale back whenever someone brings it up, claiming that the person in question was being unsupportive, unhelpful, etc, etc. She's asked everyone to give her cash, which normally I wouldn't find strange, but she's been asking for large sums, such as a thousand dollars, or at least gifts worth the equivalent if the person was unwilling to shell out that much. My son hasn't said much about this behavior, at least publicly. He seems more tired though and he hasn't been calling much as he did before, not picking up calls from me or his sister. Now I've contributed to the wedding costs that are reasonable, at least to my budget. She's asked me to contribute more, basically at least half the cost. Something I can't nor won't pay as, to put it lightly, a huge amount that I don't want to give a wedding, perhaps paying off a mortgage but not a wedding. She's accused me of trying to ruin her wedding and threatened to take me off the invite list and bar me from the wedding. My sons told me to just apologize and leave it, but I haven't backed down yet. This has caused a bit of a rift in the family, as my son has completely ignored me and anyone else aside from his fiancé's side of the family since. And now I'm wondering if I should just suck it up. Am I the jerk? Whether it is your son that you love more than the world itself, at the end of the day, I think it's your money and you spend it however you see fit. If something seems weird, inappropriate, or you feel like maybe they don't deserve it because they treat you badly, then I think you have every right to save your money and not spend it on that. And I don't think it makes you a jerk for not giving people your money. I mean, let's be real, going around asking other people for just a straight up thousand dollar gift 
It's a bit ludicrous, unless, like, everybody in this whole family is just rich rich. Like, oh, they're all related to the Gates family. But if that was the case, they probably wouldn't have an issue funding the wedding. Our next story is from MBJ19758. Am I the jerk for telling my friends how my date's mother called him five times during our two-hour date? I, 27-year-old female, went on a date with Jack, 30-year-old male, recently. It was our first and last date. I didn't know him really well and we only know each other through friends. We were set up by one of them and we talked a bit before deciding to go out. He seemed normal. We went to a cafe. Now we'd only gotten there, just sat down, when he got a call from his mom. No big deal. He took the call in front of me, so I had no other option to hear what he was talking about. He told his mom that we had arrived and it's all fine. I thought, that's fine. Maybe he was anxious or something, or his mom was wishing him luck. We got talking, and within half an hour, his mom called again. He picked it up and gave her an update of everything we had talked about in the last 30 minutes. It weirded me out, but then she proceeded to call him three more times within two hours and he would recap everything we had talked about right in front of me and then go back to the conversation as if nothing had happened. I even commented about his mom's constant calling and he said he's a mama's boy. It weirded me out so I cut our date short and turned down his idea for dinner. When I reached home I messaged him that I had a good time but I couldn't see a future with him as our personalities were poles apart. He responded with, okay, best of luck. Obviously, the friend who had set us up asked me about the date, and I told her about his mom calling every half an hour. I also told my friends about the date. Now, apparently he asked out another girl and she turned him down. He found out that people knew about the situation. He sent a text calling me some nice words and saying that it was private information, and I shouldn't have told people about it. He also called me a racist, which doesn't make sense to me. We're both of Indian descent. I mean, it wasn't the constant calling that stuck out to me. It was the fact that he was literally recapping everything to her. This whole severe codependency situation didn't sit right with me at all. I do think I might be a jerk because I told his private business to the world, but also maybe not. Honestly, I'm of the opinion that having a super close relationship with your mom is kind of awesome, but this is definitely way beyond even that. Like, calling them every half hour and telling them everything that's gone on? That's just weird and too much. And I'm sorry, but if this happened to you on a date, I think you kind of have every right to talk about how your date went with whoever you want. This isn't like him talking about his traumatic high school experience or something. This is just the basic gist of what happened between you and him on a date. It's not OP's fault that what the guy is doing on dates and in general is tanking his opportunities as far as a love life goes. And our final story of the day is from White Sir. Am I the jerk for not letting my niece try on my engagement ring? My fiance's sister and her husband came over for dinner last night. They have a five-year-old daughter, Emily. Some background, Emily is a very curious girl and loves to play and explore and she really loves playing dress up. I have a pretty nice clothing and shoe collection that I showed Emily one of the first times she came over. Since then, I've let Emily borrow many items of my clothing to try on for fun and put on fashion shows with. I was completely okay with this until this summer when Emily asked to try on a pair of my expensive heels. 
This was partially my fault in that I said yes, but I couldn't monitor her the entire time because I was busy preparing food for a lunch party I was setting up. I thought that her parents were watching her since they saw her putting them on, but apparently not. I come back to check in on her 20 minutes later, and she had cut off one of the bows off one of the shoes and was in the process of cutting off the other one. I was absolutely horrified and immediately stopped her, which resulted in a huge tantrum. Her parents rushed in and were asking her what happened, and she said she didn't like the look of the bows and wanted them off. So she found scissors from my office, which she wasn't supposed to go into at all. I was extremely upset at this and had to excuse myself to calm down. After, my fiancé's sister and husband apologized and seemed really sorry, but never offered to pay for the cost of repair. My fiancé, unbeknownst to me at the time, had then reached out to his sister to ask her to either buy me a new pair or pay for the repair. I declined because it sounded like she was forced to send the text. Fast forward to last night, it's their family's first time seeing us after the engagement, which happened three weeks ago, yay. It was Emily's first time seeing the ring, so she kept asking me to show her and I did multiple times. After dinner, we were all sitting on the couch and Emily asked to see the ring again, except this time she asked if she could try it on. I was expecting my fiancé's sister to intervene immediately and tell her that it isn't appropriate, but she said nothing and just laughed. I was personally uncomfortable with the idea of her trying it on because 1. The ring is very personal to me and very expensive, and 2. I was still slightly scarred after the whole shoe incident and was worried about something like that happening again. I basically said something like, oh, this ring is very dear to me, and I would like to keep it on my finger, but I can give you one of my other rings to try on if you'd like. She said no and asked again. I repeated myself. She started getting teary, and that's when her mom intervened and said, oh, come on, just let her try it on for a second. She's not gonna break the darn thing. I was getting annoyed at this point, so I just said, I'd really prefer not. Cue awkward silence. Then her husband says, Well, we should get going. But before they went out the door, my fiancé's sister said, Well, now I get why you two don't want children. It's probably better off for everyone. I was immediately shocked by this absurd statement. And then my fiancé goes, That was freaking uncalled for. And she said, It's just the truth. And rolled her eyes. And they all left. Now my fiancé is refusing to speak to his sister and has told me that we're not having her back again and everyone's just overall upset. My fiancé doesn't blame me, but I can't help but think that maybe I should have acted differently. Am I the problem here? I think OP's definitely not the jerk here. Your belongings are your belongings and I'm sorry but as much as a kid wants to play with your stuff, I think it's a very common thing to have things that you consider untouchable by other people's kids. When I was a kid and I went over to my aunt and uncle's house, they were the kind of people that had all kinds of collectibles, bunch of shelves with stuff all over. They loved Beatles stuff, they had little knickknacks here and there. I would love to have gone around and touched all these things and messed with them, but clearly all these glass trinkets and records and Beatles nesting dolls and whatever, those are off limits. If not only can the kids not accept that, but the parents can't, I think there's some real issues here. 
Also, I feel bad for the girl because the parents are very clearly enabling them. God forbid they grow up spoiled and entitled. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.